Purr, 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 purr. You're tuned into Psychic Parrot, the podcast about amazing animals and the strange power of pets with Al and Fred. Alright, hello and welcome to uh, Psychic Parrots, yet again, uh, the show about uh, our pets, our animals, and their fantastic abilities, and also their contribution to the mystic world. Uh, we'd like to know if there are actual psychic animals out there, and if there's anyone to find them, it's us. Me, Frederick Ekhoff, and you... Alistair Goodwin, you're with me. <laughs> You've done some cat search uh, this week. I have I have done some cat research this week. All and right. watched far more cat videos than I should have. You've, uh, you've gone to the deep, deep, deep cat web. Um, <laughs> even I've seen some cat episodes, no, uh, cat videos on uh, YouTube. They are probably one of the... Uh, most numerous uh well actually that's my first fact oh yeah you know how many yeah in oh, in a section it. i'm calling dinner party fodder <laughs> which also has its own theme song oh are you gonna sing it if only we were in a room full of instruments see so. yeah it's time for dinner party fodder yes it's dinner party fodder when you got nothing to say <laughs> then here's something to say at a dinner party about animals cats <laughs> <laughs> wow our first song i'm proud of you <laughs> i was feeling uh, creative this morning oh. <laughs> you're on a roll all right, I'm ready for a dinner party, so uh, let's hear it. Cool. So, over two million YouTube videos on cats. Wow. How many cats, then, in total? Do you have that number? Well, who can say? Probably, let's, on average, two cats per video. Two cats in one video, so there's... I would say on average. There's four million, uh, approximately cats. four million film star cats out there. Yeah, mm. easily. <laughs> And these cats, how many times do you think these videos have been viewed? Oh, some of them's got millions, right? Oh my god. Um, I would say 14 million views. It's more, isn't it? It's 26 billion. 26 billion views! <laughs> Our deep urge for cats doing stupid stuff. Or cuddly, cuddly, cuddly stuff. Just doing a range of stuff. I think... Yeah. I think that's why people love cat videos, is because just like drunk people videos, you never know the twist. Because mm. it starts the same premise, here's a cat. Yeah, what's it going to do now? And then what's it going to do? <laughs> and <laughs> it turns out there's endless possibilities. Well, there is. Yeah. I got very hooked into uh, uh, an animal video once that was like, Animals are cruel to 2016 Supercut Edition, and that was so... Like, the dogs are in a good second place of doing s silly stuff. They mostly do the, like, dumb stuff, but the cats do the evil stuff. <laughs> stuff. 
Yeah, falling into prejudices, Fred. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, so <laughs> not I'll, t- I'll tell, evil. I'll tell you about evil. my my cat experience. Is like, have you been a cat owner? Uh, I've never been a cat owner. As a child, I had a cat friend in the street, but once it went uh, Rambo on me and just scratched me all over, uh, and then I got allergic to cats. So I've been shying away from cats. I have a mother that's uh, very anti-cat. Yeah. Yeah. For what reason? I think you're just... If you're anti-cat, you're anti-cat, then you're pro-dog. And But like you, it's because you got Ramboed in the street by your friend. Yeah, but then I realized that, like, the last few years, cats have really gone in for a charmer offensive on me, and I've not been able to resist, so I have many cats friends now. And, uh, yeah. What was your cat friend as a child called? Don't remember. What, the only thing that sits is that I <laughs> was very comfortable with this cat and then it just mauled you. <laughs> it just took me down like the little idiot child I was, probably mm. four or five year old. And I wonder what you're doing to it. Didn't see it coming. <laughs> what kids do to cats, they think you can do anything to just carrying it around and just petting it and just. Yeah. Wanting it to be a part of my schemes in the streets. Well, I might be able to give you a reason for why it attacked you somewhere mm. in this episode. All right. Where, All right. Back to the <laughs> dinner fact. <laughs> That's not see. a dinner fact. Uh, I came with that. Just that my, is a dinner fact. That's it's, it's the back, backbone of my uh, cat experience. But that's an example of... Um, Improvisation in a, at if we were at a dinner party, <laughs> then Fred has just done what was called an anecdote. I improvised that whole segment. Anecdotes are almost better than facts, yeah. I would say. At a dinner party, <laughs> stating facts makes you sound autistic. Mm. So autistic Al, uh, autistic let's hear Al, it. <laughs> pop up cat machine. Um, <laughs> number of cats in the world. Oh yeah, that was the total number I was thinking about earlier. Um, so. In my recollection, there's about 56 million dogs. Was that right? And uh, then I would say that there's more cats. More than 56 million there, dogs. There's like 100 and something. They're a bit more... I feel that uh, cats are a bit better at reproducing. Sure. Dogs are like, oh, there's a fence. I can't jump it, then I won't be able to make it tonight. Um, so maybe uh, 143 million cats. That's Way less off. than dogs, but fine. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, like... <laughs> mean numbers, huh? Dogs was like 100 and something. 136, well, I can't remember. Oh, was it? I remember there's lust horses. Um, <laughs> it's between 220 and 6 million. 220... And 226 million? No, two, between 220 million and 600 million. Because <sighs> That's a widespread. But it's because they can't count them. No. It, and, like, stray dogs, for example, there's not roaming packs of them, but no. stray cats, like... <clears throat> I mean, I have the suspicion that there's probably cats that have potentially evolved to never be seen by humans, and that the number of cats out there at night could be startlingly terrifying. <laughs> yeah. And because if you ever did see them, you'd think, oh, that's just someone's cat. Mm. You know, how are you going to count cats? You can't herd them, can't count them. No. And there's a lot, unlike those foxes in London that you see at night, urban foxes. Urban foxes. Yeah. Like, it's really crazy, like, the number of, um, like, wild animals that live in cities. Mm. 
Yeah, but David Edinburgh one on like leopards that live in Mumbai was pretty buzzy. I have not seen that. That is definitely on the top of my. It's Planet Earth two. Oh yeah, just plugging da- David Edinburgh there. <laughs> ah, he needs to be plugged, even though yeah. he no, he doesn't need to be plugged. Even he deserves to be plugged. He's an animal man. He's definitely one of the animal men. So, as far as different types of cat breeds, there is there are two main organizations that monitor cats or like decide what goes in a cat show. One of them is called the Cat Fanciers Association, <laughs> and the other one is called the uh, Fédération Internationale Feline, and that's a French one. And so one of them says there's 44 types of cat, and one of them says there's 49. Oh, and these are bitter opponents. These are it's America versus European cat. Ah, of course, Me- old metric system. Yeah, metric, <laughs> a metric system of judging <laughs> cat breeds. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> what would you think a group of cats is called? A pack of cats? Um, Let's call it a clouder of cats. A clouder of cats? Yeah. If you see a group of cats together, say in a YouTube video, you're watching a clouder of cats. Wow. And if there's lots of different uh, kittens, like a big group of kittens, it's called a kindle of kittens. A kindle of kittens. Yeah, and what is fast becoming my favourite piece of information that I usually find out: um, female cats tend to be right port, and male cats are left port. Ah, what? Is there any distinction on humans? Would you know? Yeah, we're left-handed and right-handed. I know, like that, but that <laughs> there's more left-handed males than there are left-handed females, or vice versa. Good point. I have no idea. But maybe, yeah. Interesting question. In this room, we're 100% left-handed, and we have to point that out. To yeah. If there's a lot of right-handed listeners in... Yeah. No, you get some Stop s- listening now. Yeah. <laughs> different alternative information coming out of us. Yeah, this isn't uh, a math podcast. No. <laughs> Cats can't taste sugar. That How is... How about that? <laughs> So the so it can taste like sour and strong and it's spicy but not sweet. Can't be sweet. I had a genetic mutation. What the hell? Yeah. I'm a sweets lover, so that would be handy not to You wouldn't want to be a cat. No. No, I like to be appreciating my sugar. If you had to be an animal, what animal would you be? Oh, if a witch came in and said, I'm going to turn you into a... You get to choose because I'm feeling generous today. Oh. What are you going to be? What's it going to be? And you get to keep Fred's brain. I get to keep the brain no matter what because I was going to say yeah, monkey. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be you in a monkey body. <laughs> yeah, maybe that. Yeah, I'll swing around. They're strong. They can... They're fast. They're nimble, but... Uh, Slap a pair of wings on me, that would be also something. Then I wouldn't have hands and... You want to be a flying monkey from The Wizard of Oz? <laughs> it's a witch. She'll True. figure it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She'll figure it out. Good answer. Yeah, wouldn't be that attractive, but what what about you, then? talk. It's flying monkey's a good one. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to be able to talk or at least communicate. Swimming giraffe? 
Yeah, wings is also a good one though. I. Mm. What would I? I don't know. Horse of some kind. Maybe, but maybe something a bit more casual, like <laughs> a giant tortoise or something, like <laughs> where you're. <laughs> You haven't got much business, like... You just slow, slow down completely. You're in it for the long haul, I hear. Yeah, just have a 150-year <laughs> kind of rest. <laughs> Hang out. Yeah, just eat stuff and just ease it up. Just All right, so I'm a flying monkey, you're a giant tortoise. <laughs> right. Got it. For anybody that cared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably ask this question several times. We'd, we'd probably change in what we'd want to... I'm pretty firm in this. <laughs> You're firm I've on thought the... about it a lot. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> no, I have. I've thought about it every day. Yeah. Um, so researchers at the University of Edinburgh claim to have proven that house cats and big cats have the similar aggressive traits, which means if you were to size up your cat, it would probably try to eat you. Go for it, yeah. And here's another funny one. Before, in the before times, they thought that psychotic symptoms and mental illness, uh, you had a higher risk of it if you grew up with a cat. And they've just uh, started to say that maybe that isn't the case. Crazy cat lady. It's proven. Yeah, so maybe cats are psychically making you crazy. And it's not that you're crazy, the cat is out to get you. Yeah, the... (laughs) Where did I hear that about? Uh, Yeah. There's many that thinks their cat is a psychopath. Yeah. You're only paranoid if no one's out to get you. Yeah. And in this case, your cat is... You can still have someone after you, but be paranoid about someone else being after you and that being a paranoia, though. Having the wrong... Being paranoid about the wrong person being after you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They don't cancel each other out. No. (laughs) And one of those might be a cat. So... (laughs) Watch out. Okay, so that is uh, Dinner Party Spotted for you. Great. I feel ready um, for uh, impressing. And this next section is Cats in the US per se. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> North American cats, not USSR, right? No. Yeah, not the US. Well, uh, we'll get on to that. Uh-huh. Um, so how many privately owned big cats do you think there are in the US of A? Big cats? Like... Uh, normal uh, cats, lions, cougars, tigers, panthers. Uh-huh. Five thousand seven hundred thirty-two. Close between ten and twenty thousand, because they don't keep good records. Um, and due to this um, this fancy that Americans have, there's been twenty-two deaths and five hundred injuries nationwide. Wow! Since nineteen ninety. Since nineteen ninety. Yeah. Huh. Um, and they also, they suggest that there's more tigers living in captivity in Texas than there are in the wild. <laughs> oh, sorry for laughing. Of <laughs> course, is. Texas. So there's about 3,000 in the wild and more than that in Texas. Yeah. And, okay, so then I was thinking, well, wait a second. We can't, I can't just be uh, American no centric about this. I want to look at the rest of the world. Yeah. Could I find any information about the privately owned tigers in Russia? No. No. Just comes up with shit about America. Classified. Saudi Arabia? That was a little bit more interesting. If you go on Instagram, there's a lot of super rich people with massive cats. It's like a fashion accessory now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's totally illegal, but causing chaos for cats. It must only be a fashion or... 
I don't know. Yeah, it's all these Ferraris with a Jaguar. Mm. I suppose you'd buy a Jaguar and a Jaguar, wouldn't you? You wouldn't have a Ferrari and a Jaguar. So I guess there's a lot of understimulated big cats out there. But there's crazy videos of them, like, popping tigers, popping their heads out of cars in traffic. <laughs> yeah, inappropriate use of a big cat, it seems. Has anyone tried to uh, rob a liquor store using a big cat? I wonder. It would, I think it would be a good distraction. I think if you released a cat like that into a liquor store, then it's you, you've you've got to run the liquor store for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like even the cops wouldn't would think twice about going in. Yeah, and like if you didn't make a big deal about you going in there, you could just you know pretend to be a customer or just walk yeah. out like you don't have to associate yourself crunk, crunk, crunk. it would be a great distraction to just leave it there but of course the cat costs a lot more than that liquor not if you go and catch one catch a, catch a tiger or a mountain lion or something <laughs> yeah he's <a> busy <laughs> yeah I'm pretty sure YouTube videos about it set up a little mountain lion snare and come back a week later you need a big ball of wool <laughs> And a mouse call. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, so couldn't find anything about the number of Russian cats, Saudi Arabian cats, or Australian cats or anything. It always, Google always came up with the same thing. America's mm. got a lot of cats. Which made me think that maybe it's just an American thing. Or I don't. Yeah, I feel like every extreme thing is kind of an American thing. But uh, they have a thing for keeping animals. I think it's... <clears throat> They got a lot of space over there, so they got a lot of property. A lot of space to have a tiger. I couldn't have a tiger in my apartment. Yeah, but would you like if you if you if you could support a tiger, would you have one? No. No way. No. <laughs> Not even I cannot find one argument for keeping a <laughs> keeping a big cat. Well what do you think their argument is? I love big cats. I love I my love big, big cats. guns. <laughs> I put a cowboy hat on it, and it looks like um. There is nothing <clears throat> more American than a Bengal tiger. It's <laughs> definitely a status symbol, and it's a uh, little dangerous, and it's a little sexy. Sexy with a big cat. Yeah, I guess so. Um, is that a good and one? It, and that it's dangerous. I think that's a turn on for many. I guess that the people who has a big cat also has a massive array of other weapons. Maybe they see it as like no, not a a weaponing. Yeah, like a yeah, a threatening thing, but not never used. And I suppose it would work. Like if if someone were to approach me and said, "Hey, do you want to come and see my tiger?" Mm -hmm. I might go with them (laughs) and go and see the tiger. You might also (laughs) say, "That's too dangerous, man." I'll stay home. <laughs> you have a permit for that tiger? I wonder how many privately owned tigers there are in Denmark. Yeah. Probably zero, just publicly owned ones. Mm. Sue has one. Do they even have? I keep feeding it other animals and dissecting it in front of children like a few years ago. <laughs> when I was a kid, though, I went to, on a holiday uh, to Denmark with my father and my sister and we went into uh like of course child memories are always a bit warped but we went into this land where it was kind of like a a safari savanna type feeling there so you'd be driving around in your car looking at lions and shit yeah 
It's really, tr- really trippy. It's like, yeah. And what's stupid is people get out of their cars and stuff. Like, they have signs saying, don't get out of cars because of tigers. Yeah. And then people fucking get out of the car. <laughs> like... Not in Denmark. I don't maybe know. Maybe in Denmark. And the monkey one, I remember, because I went to one once as a kid, and they have the monkey area. Mm. And so you drive through the monkey area, and the monkeys just rip all of the stuff off your car. <laughs> They're a bit more direct, those monkeys, aren't they? Yeah. They know what they don't like. And they yeah. don't like wing mirrors, and they don't like wing door washers. <laughs> Any famous people on the big cat or anything? Mike Tyson, for sure. Mike Tyson. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> yeah, every uh, Mike, everyone. Michael Jackson probably had four as well. Yeah, he had monkeys. He had bubbles. Oh, yeah. The saddest monkey in the world. Oh, we'll save him for a later <laughs> later episode. Maybe he wasn't sad. I no. think he might have been. Oh, poor Bubbles. Anyway, <laughs> that's not... That's for the a political unfor- podcast. Unfortunate <laughs> monkey episode uh, later in the season. Yeah. Hateful ape. Yeah. Um, so now, next... Oh, okay, just as a quick side note. Six, how many cats do you reckon there are in Denmark? Seeing as we're in Denmark... And this is our subtle way of uh, expanding the universe outside of the bunker we sit in. The normal small cats. Yeah, uh, legs. Yeah. The total number. Uh, it's a population of about four or 500,000 here, isn't it? I would say... 675,000. Okay. So I'll say 60,000 cats then. No, that's the amount of cats. There's what? millions of people in Denmark. Oh, yeah. So yeah, of course. But that's still an insane number. Like, So there's 5 million people-ish. Yeah. 675,000 cats is a lot of cats. That's almost one in four people with mental illness. <laughs> so 600... Oh, wow, all right. Yeah, well, then my estimate, if I would actually be able to say that... If you were estimating cats and not humans then, yeah, <laughs> then you would have been pretty close. <laughs> yeah, I was trying, but something went wrong. Live estimations by Frederick Eckhoff. <laughs> So precise, you'll never know what's the truth. It's nice to guess, though, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's, that's my job here. In yeah, this well, <laughs> and this time I've decided not to look into the largest and smallest of this animal because Ooh. I think it just can't be that interesting. Because they're already quite small, like and um, large, and large. Yeah, like I mean, where are we going? It's, <laughs> they're all over the place. <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't be that impressive. <laughs> um, <laughs> cat do's and cat don'ts. Cat will and cat won't. Ooh, new segment. Yeah, new segment. <laughs> <laughs> so you shouldn't give milk to cats. What? In the same way like you don't give chocolate to dogs. They have problems digesting milk. Oh, yeah. Tom and Jerry cartoons have done yeah. terrible things for cats' digestive systems. Oh, my God. Cats can drink seawater if they have to because they have such awesome kidneys. Not milk, but seawater. Yeah. So they'll be good drunks. No, that's the for the liver. They're drinking salty alcohol. Mm. Yeah, no, good kidneys. Mm. Yeah. I guess they'd be good drunks. We'll try later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, kidding, kidding. Finally, expanding it into our own experimentation. Yes. <laughs> we can come back with news about how that went. <laughs> field, field trip. And also another Tom and Jerry no-no. Mm. Raw fish is bad for cats or not ideal for them. What? Yeah. All uh, the main courses for cats are just out the window. Yeah, exactly. How can raw fish be? Because they like to catch... When have you ever seen a cat catch fish? Cat aren't naturally catching fish. They're land mammals. They catch mice and stuff. I think they could, obviously, eat fish if they wanted, but 
they're really keen on fish, but you know. But everyone wants what's forbidden. Like that's, yeah, they do. I think for a cat, it's like it's an impossibility. It's like the first time we managed to eat also a fish. <laughs> because <laughs> I just like feel like I see a cat just next to the stream, like a bear, just like trying to. In that movie, where it's the cat and the dogs trying to get home. Um, yeah. The what's that movie called? It's a Labrador, a cat, and a, another and a pug, maybe. And yeah, maybe a yeah, bird or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all talking, and they're all like voice over real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One of the cat catches the fish in that. Mm. Again, just fake news. How does it do it? Yeah, <laughs> uses the claw. Uses yeah. the claw scoop. Scoop the claw scoop. So that's um, that's what you can and can't do with. So don't mistake a cat for a bear out there. Yeah, never. Mm. Except if it's a red panda. But give a cat a beer. Beer and salty treats, but pretzels. Cats. <laughs> cats. Cats love pretzels. Cats love pretzels. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. So now we are getting on to. The cat intelligence. Hmm. My least insightfully named section this week, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> there was no uh, no cat pun for this one. Yeah. Or song. Or song. Uh, we'll work on it in After Effects. <laughs> Can't do them all, eh? No. <laughs> so yeah, like on the top in the top of my mind, I'm just like, ooh, who's the smartest cat or dog? It will be answered. I can answer that question for yeah. you That's unequivocally. The- that's the point of this segment, isn't it? It is, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How very perceptive of you are today, Fred. <laughs> wow, real um, Sherlock Holmes. Oh, yes. So, what's the answer, then? <clears throat> <laughs> what's the answer? The answer is dogs. Dogs smarter? Yeah. And you know why? Because, and no follow-up questions. <laughs> Because they have twice the number of neurons in their cerebral cortexes than cats have. Hmm. Um, neurons are the basic information processing units. Hmm. Uh, the more units you find in the brain, the more cognitively capable the animal is. Yeah. I, You know, they're a lot less trainable, which might be one way of figuring it out. Like parrots can do all this and that, and dogs can remember things. What did you say? Like thousand separate things that they can go and fetch. Yeah, and nose yeah. and yeah. do all sorts of things with. Mm. Yeah, they're definitely more on the point. Um, mm. I wasn't surprised to find that out, but again, like I don't know. I guess it'll it'll still be hotly debated though, because cats are a little bit more like classy and a little bit more like yeah, moody, and their dogs are so direct with their. But is it that they've been anthropomorphized more? Like we put more of our personalities into cats and they've had more of a go at being... Different than that? Yeah, so mm. that like it's not that we think they're smart, it's that we've given them the mythos of being smart. Yeah, right. And that's why in the back of our heads we're like, you did that on purpose. <laughs> when really it's just going, meow, 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 meow. <laughs> That's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> it's not their fault. Like we've been doing it through the whole of history. It seems with cats going wow, and um, yeah, it's not their fault. It's our fault. Um, so on the intelligence uh, wheel, me jig. Yeah, um, yeah. A cat. They found that the cat could follow a human gesture to find food, and then they wanted to see whether or not if a cat couldn't solve the task to get the food, if it would turn to a human for help. 
Mm. No. No yeah. help. <laughs> no, it didn't. Didn't do that. No help. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, and then it goes on to these things. Um, but they're not pack animals in the same way, so they don't really relate to. Yeah. Yeah, but then they did this thing, and it's like, again, they're trying to say what the cat is thinking or doing, because so they got a whole bunch of people with their owners. Mm. The owner sat in the room, and then they brought in a fan. Yeah. And depending on how the owner responded to the fan, the cat responded accordingly. Yeah. Because, like, if the owner pretended to be terrified of the fan, then the cat would be afraid of the fan. All right. And if it was happy with the fan, then they, like, they, they took a social cue from the human. Yeah. In seventy nine percent of um, cases, but that's a bunch of people in a room going, "Is that cat? You reckon <laughs> thinking?" <laughs> Uh, they reckon that seventy nine percent of those cats were thinking, yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> like <laughs> it's a closed laboratory experience. Yeah, like yeah, if it was the emotional response, and then, um, yeah, they can understand their owner's voice. They but, can. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not so inclined to walk over. It's more like just they'll know, they'll twitch their ears or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not following your rules. That's for sure. Yeah, but no, they're not following any rules. And that is... So, yeah, so they hadn't done much uh, intelligence of what a cat can do. But our next uh, section... But it's still a bit hard to know because a cat will always try to not co- be cooperative, I feel. Not really, I don't know. They they like to purr and hang out, but it's also like always like to try to make the human get them some food or something i feel there's a lot of yeah but i don't think it's that intelligent like and they don't seem to be that bothered like i don't think they're going to be surprised by going oh it turns out cats actually are super intelligent and Mm. controlling our minds you know it's just they're um yeah they've kind of just gone yeah but cats have shown up in other parts of science which uh leads me on to my next uh section cats in science Catalysts of purr. <clears throat> sorry. Catalysts of purr. No, sorry. Catalysts of purr science. <laughs> what have you done for me lately? That's a good one. <laughs> That's a column. Catalysts of purr science. What have you done for me lately? Just get that right. Um. So this is Cat's contribution to sciences. So it turns out that. The human brain shares a lot of similarities with the cat, which is unfortunate for cats when it comes to people wanting to test brain science. So they use cats instead of humans or monkeys because for some, you know, like monkeys have better rights than cats. (laughs) They have better civil rights than cats. Yeah, like you, ideally, if you want to test things for humans, you test them on a monkey or yeah. a chimp, or a gorilla, or something that's quite close. But yeah, the um, the cat propaganda team mm. has failed in its ability to uh, Pro- get the protect decent the rights. cats. Yeah. yeah, so most like neurological testing got done on cats because they're easy to find, mm. and um, yeah, they're quite similar. Mm. So cats got a bit of the brunt of it. But <laughs> that's all kind of brain experiments is on cats then. Well, in the 50s and 60s, they were pretty into it. Yeah, they were um, just into doing that stuff back then. Yeah, like, so this... Yeah, it was weird, eh? Like, mm. 
they were just trying to see what was going on, and in this case, they did some yeah, just some weird stuff, like just free free science. Yeah, just, just anything. Try it. Yeah. yeah, what do they do? And that's the thing. Like some of it's like, oh, why did you, why did they do it? It's like, oh, that's not not clear. <laughs> it, it had to be done. Everything has to be done. They had A and they had B, and they wanted to see what happened when you mix them together. Yeah. <laughs> like, if one of the ingredients is cats in this situation, A is cats and B is some sort of all sorts. Yeah. So, like of the interesting ones. So you had. Oh, first you had this guy um, whose name was... Okay, forget about it. Um, <laughs> so we'll start with the more interesting stuff. Uh, so, like, in the 50s, there was this guy called Jose Delgado who was putting these little electro-receivers, he called stemioceivers, into cat brains and bull brains. Hmm. Um, and working with an FM, um, it would trigger this physical and emotional reactions in the brain. Mm. So pretty much he'd put this thing in the brain and when he sent the signal, it, the cat would become angry or calm. And I watched a video on this one. So they put one in a bull and got the matador out mm. and had the bull running at the matador. And mm. then they flicked the button and the bull immediately just went, yeah, and just completely lost interest in what it was doing and just jogged Ferdinand off. Ferdinand of it. Hmm. Yeah, like, and this was just a little thing which, yeah, he was doing. And then he put them, yeah, then even got onto humans. So he was putting them in uh, people with uh, mental issues, heads. I, and I wonder how this all fell apart because you wouldn't really need that much police if you could just flick a switch if people were getting an angry oh but this one seems to make them angry oh <laughs> that's not good so it could make you move involuntarily and fly into a rage this is what he couldn't <laughs> the switch seems to just be able to turn on and off <laughs> you being really angry couldn't yeah it couldn't stop an anger that was already there yeah, it could like the bull. It stopped its anger. Yeah, but it can also just make you really angry by mm. just switching the uh, current. So one lady that was playing guitar, she was playing a song on the guitar, mm. and then they flipped the switch, and she flew into a rage and smashed her guitar. <laughs> <laughs> and the video was just—it was horrible. This is this cat wearing like a dome on its head, yeah. getting angry at another cat every so often. Every time they flick Every the switch. Fl and some guy doing his classic. And here we see the cats. Like, oh my god. <laughs> little Charlie here is not very happy about his brain operation. <laughs> the ranging 50s. Huh? Yeah, the roaring 50s. The roaring 50s. <laughs> so this was... So around 1955, um, the government started giving LSD to cats. Why? Just brain, just testing their brains again. Well, it, it, this was actually one where it said, "But this, that's interesting." You said fifty-five. Yeah, that is like before humans started saying that LSD was cool to take. It was legal for ages. Yeah, it was yeah. legal until halfway through the sixties. Yeah, well, it's yeah. like it's only uh, early sixties when people actually used it as a drug. So these guys were clueless, huh? Yeah, and it turns out they didn't really have a good reason. They were like, when they were like, 
oh, what did you, what was the reason? Um, they were like, oh, I don't really have one. But it's like, so one of the experiments, they got a cat, put it in a box mm. and put a mouse in the box and the cat killed the mouse. Mm. Then they gave it a bunch of LSD and then they put two mice in the box with the cat and the cat was terrified of these mice. <laughs> Bad trip. Yeah, just... <laughs> Like what is that? What does that tell you? Like I don't know. I don't, this would cat in the box. That's the Schrodinger's cat thing yeah. that I don't understand anything of. Even though I kind of like read the premise of it, I do not understand it. So you have a cat in the box with some poison. If you don't look at the cat, the cat won't drink the poison. It, I have the uh, I have the outline. You here. have the outline here. I've, I, Are we going to discuss that now? Oh, I've. Fuck, I don't really want to, but we can. Okay, like, we, we gotta go into it. No, we, yeah, we will. We will. We, right, I've right. got that at the bottom of the page because all right, all right, it's, right. it's just... It's madness, isn't uh, it? Uh, quantum mechanics, eh? Mm. But yeah, interestingly, yeah, Copenhagen's in there somewhere for some reason. <laughs> I've got to... I can explain it, kind of. All right, so we're going to rest this. That was a little teaser. Yeah. We will cover Schrodinger's So after the the cats had been put through the ringer on the acid, mm-hmm. these two guys called David Hubel and Torsten Weinstein um, put a micro electrode in a cat's eye mm. and then strapped it up to this headpiece that kept it still like in Clockwork Orange. Like the video of this one was yeah. also just terrifying. It's just a cat in a fucking weird thing with its eyes open. Strapped up there, gotta watch yeah. it. Looking at... um. Images high on LSD? No, it wasn't on LSD. No, right. well, well, maybe voluntarily. If it's it g- <laughs> sober cat, it wasn't forced. It no. was only optionally on LSD yeah. some of the time. No. <laughs> so then they wanted to see how the brain can develop uh, visual images from a simple visual stimuli. Mm. This led to uh, image object rev- recognition in computers called SIFT, and these guys won a Nobel Prize for this. For stre- for doing the cat thing? Yeah, in 1981, I was these same guys, They this was afterwards, mm. they won a Nobel Prize in visual neuropsychology after sewing a newborn kitten's eyes shut for six months Ugh. and studying the effects of unilateral vision on the primary visual cortex in the brain. They discovered, even after opening the cat's eyes later, its vision processing never fully recovered. I don't even know what that means, but you win a Nobel Prize for that. <laughs> like, hey. Yeah. Unilateral vision. I don't, I don't who can say? It's. So yeah. they figured something out, at least, by keeping its eyes open and showing it. Uh, keeping, yeah, they figured out something by doing the uh, eyes open, mm. staring at it. Yeah, so they just had this thing in its eye and it made a noise every time it was stimulated. There's some weird videos. Weird, weird videos. The, uh, the, the dark side of cat videos, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you what the dark web had on cats, and uh, yeah. Nothing pleasant happens. <laughs> um, but yeah, like now we're at Schrodinger's cat. Oh my god. Alright, let's hear it. So You're the expert. So Schrodinger's cat is a thought experiment. It's not yeah. a real thing. It only exists in the mind. Mm. In the mind. Um, 
and it's a way of understanding uh, uh, some quantum mechanical principle mm. that things can exist in two places at once, um, in two states at once. Like, um, but Schrodinger's experiment was: you get a cat in a box, a mind's cat, not a real cat. You, yeah, in your mind's eye, you put a cat in a box, mm. and in that box is a machine that will kill the cat 50% of the time. Mm. Okay. And after an hour. So after an hour, boom, cat is either dead or alive. Mm. And the idea is that it's existing in two states at once. Before you open that box, mm. because of it's an unknown, the cat is both dead and alive oh. in your mind because you don't know. And it's the same as two on a waveform. Like what they did was they... So they got this really, it's all done on this like particle level, but they shot these particles at through um, something that had two tiny little holes in, mm. like lateral holes, and then forms like this wave pattern. Mm. Um, but it also forms the same pattern uh, if you cover one of the holes up. Meaning that it's only one of these particles. It's, it's so hard to understand. But <laughs> basically, they thought that they thought one crazy thing about quantum mechanics, and then he decided during his mind experiment that nobody understands that on a very base level, two things can exist in the same place at one time. In your head, and that's what no, in real world, mm. in the physical world. <laughs> And these tiny little things yeah. are not necessarily static. Mm. They are two places at once. But why a cat? It's just a way of thinking about it. Mm. To say that, yes, things can exist. Mm. Both Two things can both be the same. Mm. It's quite weird. It's, mm. it's just... <clears throat> but again, like maybe it's not true. It's, like, it's paradoxical physics. Like, who like physics is so hard to understand. Yeah. Well, I'd understand more a cat in the box. Yeah. And I don't think it's for us to understand. No. Us mere mortals. Yeah. Like, it, it's cool. I like physics. Um, Do you now? Yeah. Well, I mean, practical physics, like gravity. Um, yeah. <laughs> you like that you're not getting flung out of space? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Love the magnetosphere. Like... <laughs> Yeah, love the idea of black holes, the sun, heat yeah. transfer. Tennis. Know. Yeah, light is a good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, these things are good. Tennis. <laughs> Tennis wouldn't be possible without physics, right? No. Yeah. You need gravity, you need light, you need uh, <laughs> wind, uh, you need... Yeah. Oh, you need a lot of biology as well, play tennis. Biology? Yeah, you got to create a human being you've got to run them oh, on yes. chemical you need chemistry biology and physics yeah the whole full scientific gambit you need <laughs> in the old days you needed the horse manes for making the rackets uh, strings yeah tennis wouldn't be possible without so many animal contributions no that's for cat sure. gut actually that's what they used cat gut to string the tennis rackets yeah Eesh. You just pulled that out. Don't quote me on that, but okay. I'm pretty sure that at one point it was that stuff. Like, Not yeah. going to go to the inner conversation. Did you know that in the 1920s, uh, world 
world's best tennis player used cat guts for yeah. up to right up to Andre Agassi. Yeah, they used uh, cat guts. Shall we uh, take a quick break here at the halfway point? We will take a quick break here in Soggy Parrot at the halfway point and uh, return shortly, even jollier. i 